tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, taparoo. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Cash tap, that tap, fucking tap, ticket, baby. Scream it to the high heavens. About fucking time. Jesus Christ. Thank Christ. That was a big one. That was definitely uh, my favorite win of all time ever. My favorite player wins a green jacket. Just It's like surreal. It was like the best thing ever. Well, that was your favorite win ever? Yeah. I mean, my favorite player, maybe my favorite athlete of all time, winning, winning the Masters. Really? Wow. And that was that the first was time I hit the Masters. Masters. man. That was awesome. Awesome. Some people said, like, I think some people say that it was a little bit boring at the end, but I don't know. I mean, it was kind of over after eight holes, 12. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was over after 12, but like at, even at eight or nine, you knew like the writing was on the wall because there's just nobody really to catch him. And Brooks yeah, just didn't have Brooks it. Brooks didn't have it at all, um, which happens. Um, yeah, Ron, we've been we've been saying it for months. I mean, I know it's not like anything to brag about here. He's 10, 10 to one, but. Or nine to one, whatever he was, but we've been we've been calling it for. Uh, we said him and Cantlay for the last two months. One of them's gonna win the Masters. Cantlay, something else. We'll, we'll get to him shortly. But Ron was just steady Eddie, and you know what? He deserves it. It's just like JT's PGA win. They they went through the battle. They went through the fucking thick of the the weather. Mm-hmm. Got the shit end of the draw, and it, the golf gods gave them the win. You know that? It's it. Yeah, it's like, and it's. It's almost like he won with his B game too. I know it was hard and the conditions. I didn't were think tough. he played. I didn't think he played good. Um, I thought him and Brooks both sucked the third round. Yeah, it was the Sunday morning, morning. They were good. In the morning, Ron was great. The fourth round, Ron was great. Like he was yep. just steady Eddie. It's almost like I don't know. Brooks can't like. Brooks knows he can't do the alpha thing on Ron. You know yeah. what I mean? Kind of like with, when when he went up to Phil, but the slow play also put also factored into the whole thing too. Like that definitely fucked with Brooks. Yeah, Cantley was he was bad, and like the maybe it fucked with Hovland too in that final day. I really think that I think I think it's different. I'm not saying Rom doesn't win, but I do think it's a little more competitive there if it's a slow play thing. I mean, these guys are that was really bad, really really bad. It was bad, but the week in general was like it just. We talked about how much better it was going to be because of the live guys playing in it, and just it was a, a million times more captivating. Like if it wasn't, it would just been like another elevated event. But you had Reed charging up the board. You had Phil finishing tie for second, which is fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, uh, so many great storylines going around, and then Brooks, like credit to Brooks, man. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Like people are going to say he choked on Sunday, whatever. Like the fact that he got there and he was in the mix at a major when everyone said he was he was done like two years ago. I mean, you got to be impressed with what he did. Oh yeah, I mean he played in perfect conditions. Um, we had a small piece on him from uh, like pre Orlando, where we had seventy five. Yeah, the one. Um, yeah, he was great. First two days, he didn't miss a shot. Like I watched a ton of them. They even featured him, um, and he was spectacular. He was like no stress, like just easy rounds. And uh, then the weather came in, and he just couldn't make a birdie. Couldn't find a birdie out there. No. Um, he's kind of losing a little bit off the tee. Yeah, off the tee, he was bad on Sunday. Bad, bad, bad. 
And it just happens. I mean, we've seen it happen. We've seen it happen to Rom. I remember Rom at um Tory this year. Yeah. He just was was dominating and completely lost it. That's just golf that happens. I don't think it's like a like a Brooks can't do it in the big spot anymore type deal. I I don't think it was that at all. Um Rom did everything correct though. Like everything, especially in the fourth round. Like the only trouble he had to get over was the twelfth hole and he just hit the tiger shot right over yeah. that bunker, had 40 feet and two putt and Brooks ended up making bogey there. Yeah. The only thing for me, but the Brooks like questioning on whether he can get it done in majors was before he went to live, we kind of saw signs of this too, a couple of times, like the one when he lost to Phil and there was yeah. another one when he was in the mix in the end too. And he didn't play well. Yeah. Well, the one more cow one, he played like dog dick. Remember that? Yeah. And he was like, he was like the guy everyone said was said to beat. So I don't think it's anything to do with Liv, like Casey. He was trying to help Casey get a major there. I remember that. Yeah. So it wasn't not like he went to live and now he's not sharp anymore. I think like if that is the problem, it happened. It's that problem already started prior to him even joining Liv. Yeah. Because water finds his level. He won four yeah. and he was unbeatable in those other times. Definitely. It was a very compelling Masters. I mean, just the thought of Brooks getting a fifth major, like that puts him in like another level. Like there's not many guys to have five majors. Puts him one then, away from Grand Slam. Yeah, one away from the Grand Slam. That's just like that puts him in another class. Yeah. Uh, so it was great seeing him in it. Just, I mean, how do people who say like they don't want live guys playing in majors? How do they? How is it even possible to feel that way? Because think about, oh, if it was again, oh, it was Scotty versus Rom, or, or it's like it just does, it doesn't get the juices going like it does when there's all these other storylines. I know, I know. We you need them, we need them, and we need to find a way to get them into these other majors. Like, like they need to be in these. Like more of them need to be in these other majors because they're going to quickly lose world ranking points and they're going to fall out and they're not going to be. Besides the big names, the DJs, the Brooks, the Cams, the Phils, they're not going to be in the U.S. Opens or PGAs um, just because the, they're running out of qualification uh, ways. With, That's the with thing. All the world ranking things. So a lot of people are saying that they think um, that they should have like a find a way to merge between the two tours or like how guys play both. Like that's not going to happen, whatever. Just the best thing is just find a way to get them to play majors, give them world ranking points um, or an exemption. If you're like top 10 on live, that's the only compromise that they both need to get into. That's it. Yeah. And you know, and then it makes the live events more intriguing too, because now if they're battling for the top 10 to get into majors, then you have that juice where they're playing for something more than money. Yeah, um, I agree 100%. I mean, they should, they got to come together. I really feel like this was a big, big uh, event for golf here. I feel like we could be trending to some positive news for the golf world to maybe come together, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope. Yeah, so, that yeah, and it seemed like most people kind of were on board with that. And I think a lot of people who said they couldn't, like I saw people before saying, and again, these are just random people on Twitter, so who knows what, the, you know, if people really thought it, but like that, there was no chance any of them could make the cut or any of them come in the top 10. Like, but a lot of people were saying that. Oh, they were saying it on golf channel. They didn't think they'd be as sharp because they're not, not, not because of the 54 hole thing. It's just, they're not, they haven't played a lot. Yeah. But do you think um, that's put to rest now? I hope so. But I, they, they didn't play up, play a lot leading up to this event, but like the masters is the one that I think they can, like every year, every year play well, right? Because they kind of know the course. Yeah, like basically, yeah, like Phil, or you see like Tiger, who like 
not that he played well, but he's a guy who can just go there and play well because he knows the course so well. And it's all about yeah. course management. Yeah, like, would it surprise you if, like, I don't know, there's probably, like, 10 to 12 of them in the PGA. Would it surprise you if they all sucked at the PGA? Besides maybe, um, like, two of them? No, it wouldn't wouldn't shock me, no. Like, I, w- I don't think they'll be as successful. Maybe, actually, maybe, because I really like DJ and Brooks at the PGA. Well, the thing is, it would surprise me, like, if they weren't in form. But I think if they're showing form on live, like we saw with Brooks, like, this is what shows me. It shows me that current live form translates to anything besides phil brooks and reed yeah but if like they're all <laughs> yeah they both are playing well and they go there and play like that week tune up you say what you want about the course wasn't a great uh tune up for the masters but if you're playing well you're playing well you're still hitting the golf ball and you're still putting it in the hole yeah. would reach what was reed like t3 four solo fourth fourth yeah um reed's so, the man i fucking love reed i, I love reed love yeah reed. <laughs> i used to not like him but it's just like I like how he goes at Rory. Um, I knew he was going to contend this week or get in the mix this week. We had a great card too, overall. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Just we did. All over the fucking, all over it. All right. So as great of accomplishment as Rom winning the Masters, just as good an accomplishment was Phil finishing T two. I mean, oh my god! Come on, let's put respect on my guy. <laughs> Seriously, like I started to think it leading into the week. I was like. Should we be on Phil, like in terms of draftings and all this other stuff? Um, uh, and he obviously pl- he played played great. And there were even people like I was saying, you know, what are all the Phil haters saying now, or whatever, on my Twitter, and a bunch of people saying, well, wait for the weekend. It's still going to be like bad conditions of the weekend. Like he's going to heal ejected. And he, none of those people are ever ever held accountable for like the shit they say. I know. <laughs> Him and Jordan, was, nobody was even close to those two. No. Guy no. shot a sixty-five. Um, yeah, unbelievable. I mean, the pot on, I love seeing the emotion too. Like, cause he's been, everyone said he didn't say a word at the champions dinner. He's been like kind of out of the, out of the press. So the fact that he was, you know, drilling a a 15 footer on 18 to post a clubhouse lead, which who knows how it works out and then giving some fist pumps. Like that was great. Ah, Phil's the best. He's the best. It's like people forget too, that he's like a month away from being 54 years old. I think 53, 53, whatever, something like that. It's like, that's fucking old in the golf world. Nobody does what he does is in majors. Is any, did you see, what the fuck? No one does. Did you, yeah, he has the highest ever oldest yeah. player to ever finish top five of the masters. Did you see um that Newsweek piece about how nobody was following him and nobody likes him anymore and all this other shit? Yeah, that's bullshit. That's what I was, th- I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe no one was following his group on Thursday. Um, One, you put him with a shitty group, but two, Look at when he made the putt when he was playing well on Sunday. There were roars everywhere. Yeah. They were definitely like, following him, too, because he's with Jordan. It's just fake news that people don't like him. Like, if people really hated him, you wouldn't be hearing roars from the crowd when he did well. People would be taunting him. You didn't see any of that. Yeah. Just drummed up fake hate. Gotta get some respect. I don't care. I know he, he may have fucked up with this live shit, but the guy's a top 10 player of all time, man. Like it's not even close. Like it's Tiger and him and everybody else that's playing currently can all fuck themselves because no one's even close to those two. Yeah. And how about the Netflix doc, Rory saying fuck you, Phil? Fuck you, Rory. Phil's done more than you've ever done, man. Yeah. We'll get to Rory in a second because I got yeah. I got things to say. <laughs> Good. I was just battling people with Rory all weekend long. I probably shouldn't have done. It. I'm I'm sick of battling these these people. I'm not gonna do it anymore. <laughs> I'm done with it. I'm retired, but it's just like I've never seen someone with so many ex- get excuses made for him. Yeah, I know. I know. I will get into the Rory now. Yeah. 
What a sad motherfucker. That guy. What a mental fucking midget. Are you fucking shitting me? How? You've been preparing for this shit since Cam beat your fucking ass in July. Yeah. And you come out here and shoot plus fucking five on Friday after battling back to get to even. Like, what the fuck is going on? You got yeah. the good side of the draw, you little bitch, and you sucked. Oh, my God. What a sad sack that guy is. It's funny. Everyone before the event was like, this is setting. I, I don't know how you, you go away from Rory. I mean, this whole thing is setting up perfectly for him. I mean, like, he has a great tee draw. He's playing really well. Uh, he's been preparing for Augusta. He got the driver figured out. All this, all these things that and this is what people don't get. And this kind of, it was like a tweet I made before the U.S. Open. He won the week before. Uh, it's like any time, there's always going to be going to a major, a bunch of these reasons that make Rory seem like the guy. There's always going to be those reasons. Um, and people are like, yeah, I know he hasn't won a majors, but this, 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 and this. Every time there's a major, that happens. So that's why even this week, I was like, I know it feels like he probably does do well, but like, you have to th- remember that. It's just like it's something that needs to be in the back of your head. No matter how much it seems like he's going to win it, he isn't. Yeah, the only time that he ever came close when it felt that way was at the Open last year. Yeah, that and did feel he, that way. And he even felt that way going into Sunday, and it just felt inevitable, and then Weasel did his thing. It was great. Magical. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, like, I don't know. I just, is the course not good for him? Like he's never really contended, is it? Just not. I know we always say it's great Rory course, but like, is it? Kind of might not be the the, the side hill lies, all that shit might not be for him. The thing too about it was, and Tom Jacob said this about Rory that I thought was pretty um, correct. He said the reason why he doesn't play well at Augusta is because there's so much thinking that has to go behind every shot, which makes the pressure ramp up. And it's like there's too much pressure behind every shot. It's not like you can just go out there and like like a U.S. Open where it's not – not that there's not pressure at a U.S. Open, but he has so much extra pressure at Augusta. Um, it's just mental. Shouldn't... Dude, he's Rory McIlroy, though. Like, what the fuck? Well, he's he hasn't been able to respond – to deal with pressure for how many years now? I mean – Ten. It's fucking ten. And, like, people are saying, like, oh, yeah, no, it's hard to get one with a lot of good players in the game, blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. A generational talent, the best player of his generation, supposed to be the best player of generation, from ages 24 to 33, has zero majors. And then you try to battle all these fucking Rory lovers, and they fucking try to stick up for him. It's so pathetic. They do. So it's like, oh, things don't, didn't go his way, blah, blah. It's like, no, it's 10 years of majors now. It's like nine and a half years of, of majors. It's It's not like it's there's something there that he can't do it. I, do you think he wins one? A Masters or a Major? Um, both. I mean, I kind of think he's going to win the PGA, but uh, a Masters? I don't know, man. The, the only way he's going to win a Masters is if he comes in, like, under the radar. But I, I don't know. When when would that be? Yeah. Right? I don't know. I, I don't think he's going to win. When no one's Masters. thinking about him? Like, I, I don't know, man. I don't it, it, it would kind of be like when Phil won his open. Like he always, he came in under the radar. No one was thinking Phil would ever win an open. And he kind of just won one. No one was talking about him that. This was, this was 10 years ago, but no one was talking about him that week. That's the type of deal that I think Rory would win, but I don't know when that would be. That would have to be like another 10 years, I think. Yeah. Um, 
It's tough. I mean, I think he, you know, obviously it seems like he probably will eventually, but who the hell knows? I mean, look at what, like when Greg Norman was in his heyday, he was leaps and bounds talent wise, you know, as good or better than everybody. You know, he almost reminds me a lot of Rory. Yeah. Except Norman was actually contending. He should have won. Yeah. Should have won. Should have won two of them. Rory's never should have won a masters. Yeah. Someone uh, responded to me and was like, Oh, it's almost like he's Greg Norman. And they were saying that in a way like to, make it like you know norman's excusable the, his his losses because rory's doing the same thing but norman had was better at the masters than rory was norman had a six shot lead going into sunday and someone's like and he I, choked I it like, away definitely but and then he lost he lost because larry mize had that fucking chip in every time i see larry mize at the fucking masters i just think of norman yeah and this and so it's like well we i said he never contended on the back nine well he said yeah he did he had a one shot lead on 10 Oh, and then he made like an 11. <laughs> they tripled. He went triple bogey double. Yeah. Uh, so, and then who won? Charles won that one? I think so. Yeah, one. 2011, yeah. Charles. But is that right? Yeah. Um, so, it's just, it's just, it's inexcusable. It's like, and how many people are going to say he's the best or whatever? And like you said, it was obvious we hit Rom. A ten to one, whatever, but it really wasn't. Every majority of people had had Ron behind Scotty and Rory this week. Ron was the third guy for sure. So we took the third guy. So I'm not going to take credits away from us just because he was, you know, ten nine ten to one, uh, because people are betting guys at the top, and uh, you know, whatever. Great seeing Scotty suck, huh? Missing putts. Oh, it's nothing better. I, I kept texting you like, dude, we got to enjoy this. Cause how many times has Scotty ruined these events for me? I'm like, yeah. I just want to soak us in. I want to soak every moment in because he could have ruined it too. He definitely could have ruined it. He played so well. <laughs> he did. And then he, uh, it was so funny when, so he finally gets to what five or six under. I'm like, Oh, if these guys fall back, he'd maybe get in eight or nine and, and do something, post something. Then he hits it in the bush. That was great. Uh, yeah. But he still finds a way to make bogeys when he's in the worst situations ever. I think that's what makes him good. I don't know how he got it on the green on 12. He missed the putt, so he made double. But how the hell he got it on the green from that spot? He just minimizes the mistakes. And you know what's crazy? During that whole time, the broadcast was like four shots behind on the Sheffler shit. I, know. I was watching it on the feed, the Eamon Corn feed. And they were still showing him fucking drill the 40-footer on 11 on the broadcast. And he's like, he's already he's already taking his drop on 12. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Who else? Uh, Vic, well, that was pretty interesting. People were all DMing me like, oh, man, you're going to be so pissed. If... I never really thought he was going to win. Never. Never. Not at any point did I think Vic was going to win. I fucking love what he's doing, though. And it's great that he's getting some more major reps. This is two majors in a row where he's been in the heat, the final two groups. Um, and I think it's it's setting up great for him. I, I love it. I love it. It's good. His short game and putting held. I mean, he had some below average ones on Sunday, but like it, it did hold up in this grand scheme of things. A lot yeah. of it was the putting, but some good, he had some good chips. Oh yeah. Especially on that Thursday. Holy hell. Going yeah. On 10. Holy shit. Even Sunday when he missed a couple of the putts, like he put himself in a decent spot from hard situations, gave himself eight, you know, gave himself a look. Yeah. Then we had Cantlay. I know everybody's talking, everybody's just dragging that guy all over the place because of his slow play. Um, he played good. I mean, right. Like he just, he was great. He lost four strokes putting. You just can't putt here for some reason. I know he's a bent guy, but this is not. This is like three straight tournaments putting here. He's been awful. They say he loves fast greens too, which is 
Um, Stop tapping matter. your feet, Pat. I mean, Jesus Christ. I don't know why. Why is his pace so bad? He gets up to a three-footer and takes five minutes. It's like, dude, you got to get on with it. Fucking and golf. And Bennett. Bennett was taking forever, too. Oh, my God. Bennett. That's another thing that fucked Brooks. And I think Brooks and Ron were both annoyed with Bennett in the third round with him. Like, he was slow as fuck. They got I fucking hate Sam Bennett. I do, too. Everyone's like, oh, how great he is. Yeah, he looks good, impressive showing, but cut the shit. And, he, and like, I get uh, he's a Gen Z guy, but, like, he does the club twirl after every fucking shot. Like, he just he, – he rubs me the wrong way. Don't love the goatee, the just plain goatee. Yeah, Bennett, not for us. Uh, no. Plus, slow as shit. I can't stand slow golfers. I like it when guys – Rom's the same way. Brooks and DJ, they just get up there and hit it. Rom's, Rom pretty much gets up and hit it. He's, he's a fast player as well, and it's just – that's how golf should be played. I don't know. Yeah. It is. Um, what else did I have? Oh, um, the Brooks Woodland penalty shit. I fucking hate these motherfuckers that are sitting in their mom's basement and just fucking calling shit in. <laughs> like, are you? This is what you have. Like, grow the Forgot fuck up. That. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. It felt like it felt like days and days ago. This, that was Thursday. And I would get it more if it was like something that he cheated to get a better lie or like you know, he moved the ball or he grounded his club in the bunker. He did something that improved his chances of winning. Like if he did what you accuse him of doing, he's helping Woodland play better. So yeah, I know it's against the rules. and I'm fine with the rule. Like you said, you, you thought it's a good rule. I do too, but calling it in and just like in that shit, when it's nothing to do with like the integrity of, of his score. Right. Is this the same thing they called tiger in back in 2013? That was bullshit. Yeah. Like the thing with, read a couple of times like he deserved to get called in right he puts his finger in the hole that's bullshit yeah um what else did i have uh i got, I got something else too tiger tiger okay do they get does he need to remove his leg yeah probably <laughs> he's one of those bionic legs or he just needs to hang it up i don't know i said before the week and again this is not like me making some great prediction I think he's done. I thought he was done before this. Um, I just don't see him ever competing, contending anywhere ever again. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'll never say never with a guy, but like, I don't I mean, obviously the weather wasn't. It was, that guy can make the cut there blindfolded, but the weather was not to his advantage at all. Um, I think that leg's a real issue. And the Clearly. plant, the fasciitis thing, like for that one, I know that he, I feel like he almost wants to say that it's that, so people like don't think it's the foot. Did you hear what Day said? No. He said the reason why he withdrew from the PGA last year was because some of the some of the screws were coming out of his leg, the metal screws, like Ugh. actually coming through his skin. Jesus. Yeah. It's, he's fucked. Yeah, he's done. Speaking I mean, of Jason Day, he's making another double bogey. I was going to say that that was my other takeaway. I think he's dead again. He can't be dead. He was minus nine at one point. <laughs> he's dead. I'm telling you. I don't Plus, think he's dead. Come on. I do. I really, he, 14 over since he, he got to minus nine and immediately shot 14 over the rest of the week. And <laughs> that was great. I was like, oh, sweet. We have a piece on Brooks. Rob's playing great. Days at minus nine. Fucking and then he well, today. Lowry though. was playing good. Read. <laughs> he withdraws today. Yeah, I don't mind him withdrawing today. 
he should withdraw, but like, I just think he might be dead again. I hope not, because we got a full fucking season of J Day upon us. Would it shock you if he just wasn't? He just went back to where he was before, like just. I don't know. You had the, the the fake vertical thing at match play. Then you had this. He just completely goes like absolutely shits the bed. Withdraws oh. today. Like it just it seems like it's all starting all over again. Nah, he's gonna win Wells. He's gonna win Wells. Okay, let's see. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm, I won't be betting him ever again, but definitely would not surprise me if this was the end of Jason Day again. <laughs> Dude, you know how you star the guys on the app. Yeah, and they give you notifications if they make like an eagle or a double. I just kept getting notifications that Dave meant double. Me too. I thought it was a mistake thought, of the same I one. It was a mistake, but it was every hole in the back nine. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, that was bad. That was bad. Uh, anyone else really stick out? Um, oh, and how about Rory withdrawing now from this from today? The Heritage. He already skipped one of the elevated events. I thought he could only skip one. It doesn't matter when you're the guy, man. You're the guy making the rules. <laughs> so people. What'd say, you think of Brooks and Rory playing? practice run together um i thought it was pretty good i thought uh it showed i think brooks said what do you say that um it was good for him yeah i think it gave him confidence going into the week because he's wanted to see if he was like could really i think those live guys had questions too whether they're going to contend i think they thought they could but like he said he wanted to stack himself up against rory and see if he really was playing as as good as he thought he was um yeah. i i don't know i think it's a little bit hypocritical for the shit rory said to be playing a practice round with brooks yeah, I just think the whole thing is just overblown by the media. And but Rory, Rory was the one. Rory, doing it. Rory fed into it because he he had to because he was Jay's guy, and I think he knows. I think he's starting to realize that he shouldn't have been such been so vocal on the whole thing last year. Like that's fucked. That's he's he's a huge reason why golf's had had a divide. He is. He is absolutely that reason. He's one of the main reasons. Everyone else just stayed out of it for the most part. Besides yeah. Billy. Right. Um, and yeah, Rory, he shouldn't have said the shit he said. And even if you feel that way, like it, when you're a professional, these are other professionals and someone's going to get to go and get their money or whatever it is that they're doing. Like you just say, all right, you mind your business and keep your head down. Like you don't talk about anyone. You don't talk about that. Any other job. You're not going to say, talk about that either. Yeah, I know. Like these are his peers, whatever they, they're choosing to do what they're going to do. You look at like other, uh, other pro sports those guys usually have each other's back and like they don't say that shit to the media like that's just it's just not a good look right yeah um, everybody should have just handled it like dj did <laughs> yeah um what's rom serving next year Ooh, quesadillas <laughs> quesadilla <laughs> uh, that's a good question i don't know um maybe some chorizo man Rom, man, he's a he's got a massive ass. He does. He got a caboose. Oh yeah, he's so fucking good. Just and the reason why I think he's great here too is just like you look at why Chevy was great and all those other things, but it's not how great he is off the tee, which is obviously a huge help. But his short game around the green. No, oh, it was fantastic this week. His short game. He has all the good. shots. I forgot he four putted the first hole. <laughs> yeah, that was like, oh my god, what the fuck. I threw an extra hundred there at fourteen to one. Some people said they got twenty. Yeah, he still uh, still shot seven under that day. <laughs> I mean, and that's why Brooks was contending too. I mean, because he hit the huge. first round lead around him. <laughs> yeah, he was getting up and down. Brooks was getting up and down from everywhere. That's yep. the key. Like it, speed gets up and down from everywhere. Scheffler when he won, that was what pissed. It wasn't like he was 
smoking it off the tee and then hitting approaches to four feet. It was, he was bad shot off the tee, kind of recover a little bit, chip it to eight feet, make the putt. It's all about getting up and down. Yeah. Even when Brooks and Rom didn't really have it much, um, Sunday morning, they were both just figuring out how to make par. Like they, yeah. there were some great pars by both of them. There were. And remember the one on 10 that Brooks made when he hit it behind the tree and had a just pitch. That was out incredible. Hit eight iron to 10 yeah. feet and made the putt. Yeah. Look at Vic. Why was Vic in the mix? Because he's getting it up and down. Yep. Yeah. So great masters. Good week for Liv. I think this is a, was a successful week for Liv. Um, and now they get three, three tournaments before PGA, which is a positive. Like they're playing more than the PGA guys are going to be playing. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to get the guys going to play this week and probably Wells Fargo. And that's probably it before the PGA for them. Yeah. And then you get Zurich is a Zurich next week at the team event. So that means nothing. And then while you're doing that, you would live playing Adelaide, which I think is going to be a pretty good atmosphere. Yep. And then I think, I think it's back-to-back weeks, Adelaide and then Singapore. And then they come back and play Tulsa, I believe. Um, before the PGA. I wanted to ask you this too. Do you think, this gets any more eyes on Liv, like casual golf fans who saw Phil contending, Brooks contending, Reed contending. Like, all right, maybe I will check out Liv if these guys are actually playing pretty good and see what it's all about. Um, I had a conversation about this with a casual fan. Mm-hmm. And he said he would watch Liv a lot, but they just, he doesn't know where to go. Like he knows it's on CW, but he doesn't know when the event is. Yeah. He's not, he's not like a diehard golf fan. But he's a casual viewer, like he loves the Masters, that type of shit. But he 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 would watch live, but he doesn't know when the event is. Like they just don't market it. Like, Not even the time, just like what week or anything, too. Yeah, right? what week? Like when is it? He's like he's like I stumbled upon it uh, a couple weeks ago, but I had no idea it was even on that week. <laughs> I think that's part of it too, because it's on like you know once every three or four weeks. Whereas the PJ Tour, like oh, I turn it on on Sunday. There's going to be a golf tournament on. But they got to like. You got to market this better, like on social media or something, you know? Right. But I think they, they're trying. I don't know. I see it on Twitter. Are, it's a very poorly run to tour. It is. It is a poorly run tour. But I do think, I don't know what else they can do. Like, I don't know, get better spokesmen or something. But because they're tweeting it, I mean, their account's tweeting it. Look at this. I see it on Instagram. I see it on Twitter. Yeah. So do I think it's get more eyes? Maybe. I don't know. The next one's in Australia. It'll get a lot of eyes out there, but like it's going to be on like, Middle of the night, hours. right? Oh, 12 hours. So, and yeah, maybe, maybe it'll be on. Yeah, maybe it'll be good for us. I think we have a listener, uh, Mark from Melbourne, um, always talks to me about the events. I think when he when he finishes to stay up at a PGA Tour event, he's to stay up to like 2 or 3 a.m. Okay. If I have so, a guy in the mix, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, I know the delays sucked and whatnot, but I really enjoyed waking up at eight in the morning and watching the Masters. That was cool. All day. That was great. Um, <laughs> how about that bunker shot from Cam, too? Ah, oh, that was incredible. That was one of the best he, shots of the week. He's fucking spectacular. I fucking love that guy. There's so many interesting made, players. Of course he man. made the putt, too. <laughs> that's because that's just what he does. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next major. I'm, at least for now, we're in the heat of major season, right? We're going to start reeling them off a bit. And, yeah, know, we, we haven't been great, but hey, three out of the last four majors. We were never major guys. Now we're major guys. Flip the switch. Three out of four majors. That's crazy. That's crazy. The only one we didn't get was Fitz at the U.S. Open. Yep. I hope everybody got on Cam Young PGA, 40 to 1. Yeah, I think I, from what I heard, like 
hour after we tweeted that, it got to hit to 35 or 30 or something. I don't know. Hopefully some people got it. It's at 25. Is it 25 now? Yeah. Jesus. How about uh, Willie? Willie. Willie's done forever. He might be done forever. Back surgery is no, I mean, especially yeah. when he just had one six months ago. Happened to Graham Dillette. He was a good player making President Cup teams and he's just gone now. Especially with his frame. I mean, I, he said he's already feeling better. I hope he's not. I'm not, a, I'm not the biggest Willie fan, but I don't want to see anyone's career end to injury. Hopefully he's, he's back and playing. Yeah, I hope so. If not, we hit on, we hit on his last great moment. We did, or maybe possibly <laughs> his only great moment. Right. Um, all right. Well, I guess we got to get into this uh, other event. I don't really love an elevated event the week after the Masters. It's no, it sucks. I don't like it at all. Yeah, it seems regular heritage. I do too. It's just so hard to gauge like people's motivations, and you got a couple guys withdrawing, Rory and Day. Um, you got uh, it's all types of things like variables that you don't really know how to predict, and that's kind of how I feel this week. I'm not feeling incredibly confident about it just because one. Players who do well at the Masters never really play well here. The last one, I think, Cooch finished fifth of the matches. He won here. I think it was 2014. Don't forget old man Stu. He finished 12th. Yep, that's right. Um, so let's say top 10. Yeah. Cooch is the only one to do in the top 10. But six out of the past 10 have missed the cut at the Masters who've won here. Wow. Uh, so there's but that. 11 of the t- 11 of the last 15 winners did play the Masters. Yeah. But now you got... Bad conditions at the Masters. You had most of the guys are playing between 25 and 30 holes on Sunday. That is another factor. Mm-hmm. So you're looking for guys who either haven't, who didn't make the cut, or guys who, like, I, I, I'd like to say guys who made the cut, played well, but just never really deep into contention. So they didn't really expend that mental or physical energy that it takes to be in contention in an event like that. But they also did play 25, 30 holes. Right. Did you hear what Speed said about, um, PJ has to figure the schedule. Do you see what he said about um, yeah, playing, playing too, too much, much golf? Yeah. Which I kind of agree with. I mean, because he played Valspar. He actually skipped the Valero for the first time. They're just not um, giving him spots to rest. No, it was terribly poor scheduling this year by the PGA. It was. They need to space those elevated events out further. Yeah. And I think they will next year. I think they get a better grasp on it. Um, Decky didn't even, didn't even sign up. He was like, fuck this. <laughs> they get, oh yeah you, get, you can only miss one one per year it's like okay what the fuck are you gonna do about it exactly yeah exactly <laughs> yeah like what are they gonna do if rory misses <laughs> yeah or, or yeah i mean um so yeah a lot of weird variables in play I, I, I would prefer regular heritage too maybe an elevated event in a couple of weeks or something but is what it is um there are a lot of guys who out there who are motivated to win and i think are playing pretty good and didn't get in the mix in the masters that's kind of what we're looking for yeah, we got another one too after the U.S. Open is a designated event. The week after, yeah, it's fucking, it's terrible. It's interesting because both of the, those events, Travelers and Heritage, are courses where typically you don't need that elite, super elite skill set to win. Whereas yeah. Riviera, API, you're thinking you do need those, even though Kitayama on API. So we have Kitayama has that skill set needed for API. The bomber yeah. thing. Yeah, that's true. So it it has seemed like those those big guys when they want that twenty million dollar purse they can go get it, um, but this week there are you know there are so many different factors. There's the fact that the course doesn't really suit it. You can't cut corners around here. You can't take out. Uh, you can't really bomb your way to a win here. So it'll be interesting. 
Yeah, DJ DJ plays this from time to time, or did. Um, and I think I heard the, his average driving distance that week of this was like 280. So you definitely got to hit your spots here. And he's never played it well either at all. No. Even in, when he's at his best. He was in the mix one year, and then he finished like 11th, I think. I think he was in, yeah, in the final group and shoot his pants Sunday. But yeah. Um, so past winners here, you got Spieth, 13 last year. He won a playoff against Cantlay. He had Sink at 19 under. Uh, Webb at 22. That was the year. It was the COVID year, so it was in November. We were on Webb. We won that week. Uh, he won in a – you want to call it – well, not an elevated event, but the field was completely stacked because they hadn't played in a while. That was, um, in, that was in June. June, okay. Yeah. I don't know why I said November. Um, co- the COVID year is all it's a fucking clusterfuck. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> I think that was the second event back. I think they went Charles Schwab, then Heritage. That's right. Burger won Charles Schwab. Okay. Yeah. Um, CT Pan won in 2019 at 12 under. Ah, oh, that was a killer. I was on Cooch. Oh. Was that when Sned shot the 59 in round one or no? No, that was at Wyndham. Okay. That, that was another CT Pan one, though. Yeah, that's why I, I was thinking it. Uh, Satoshi Kadira, 12 under. Wes Bryan won at 13 fucking under. fucking killer. Yeah. Oh, you were in a playoff. I remember that. Sibu. And they, it, was, it was shit weather. And I was listening to it on fucking PGA radio. And that was that was my introduction to PGA radio. That shit's electric. Yeah, it's great. Uh Wes Bryan, 13 under. Brandon Grace won at nine under and Jim Pierre. And both of those, baby. Grace and Wes Bryan back in the day. Really? I was a young lad, not not betting what I bet now, but <laughs> both. That's great. Um, so I think fairways, good short game. Like look at the players who won. Um, but it's always tough now when you get these events that now everybody's playing them. So is it like, does it really favor short hitting short game, accurate guys, the coaches of the world, or did just the big dogs not play? But I think it answers a question where you saw Webb, who Webb still won in 2020, even though there was all the big dogs there. Yeah. This is going to be a test here to figure out which, if that's really true or not. Um, I think this opens up to more, Possible winners, right? Yeah. Like we're not like most of the elevated events besides API, but you even had Scotty and Rory in the top three there. Um, I think it opens up to more possible winners, I believe. I would say like a Kucher, like I wouldn't be shocked if Kucher won this event. Obviously, not- he's a shit number this week, but like a guy like Kucher, like you can see him winning this event, whereas like I can't see him winning the Genesis. Yeah. I, can't, I mean, that's I can't how I feel. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Uh, I was I was hoping Cooch was going to be 70 or something. but Cooch can win this. Yeah, he can. I'd love to see it, too. I don't know if I can get there, though. <laughs> it's tough because there are a lot of good numbers on good players, and they're putting him at, what, like 50? I, don't even, I haven't seen any updated odds for a while. But um, All right. So we got the, uh, the course. I don't think I gave you course specs. Uh we got a par 71, 7,121 yards, Bermuda greens, uh, Pete Dye design, which we've seen a kind of good amount of those lately. Who've won the last couple? You had, this, you had the players, Scotty won a Pete Dye design. Burns, if you count match play. Yeah. Um, so, who, was a, who won Amex? Rom. So Scotty and Rom. <laughs> Scotty, yeah. So the best players win. Okay. You got a model? Uh, I do. Now, like, I, I gotta, I guess, put my um, preface this by saying, 
if Rory is third in the model, that doesn't mean I think he's going to finish third. I thought people would knew that already. Uh, <laughs> but I guess it means I was on Rory because I had him in the model, even though I went on three podcasts and two radio shows saying that I wanted nothing to do with him and I was completely fading him. But those uh, who don't really get it, uh, so it's just kind of one piece of the puzzle who whose game should fit uh, this course this week. Um, but it's by no means the end-all be-all or have anything to do with who I think is going to win the event. It's just kind of a small piece of the puzzle. So um, let's see. My model here, yeah, I got um, heritage. All right. Oh, I can't find it for now, but I don't know what 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 stats you looking at. Anything anything good? Stats I'm looking at this week. Um, I got I got it now. Big course history. I was looking at proximity, uh, one twenty five to one fifty. Um, what else did I have? Approach is a massive, massive here, I believe. Yeah, it is. Most okay. tournaments, um, even it's more it's so. not important. Yep. Um, it, it, another thing with the model here, too, is like if you look at no match play and no masters involved, so it's like two out of the last three events aren't even factored in. Yeah, I'm kind of going on feel here, but I, I was curious what your models. Um, so I got Scheffler, Hatton, Finau, Rahm, Sungjae, Homa, Morikawa, Cooch, Rose, Straka. Hatton, huh? Second. But again, he was lights out before match play. Yeah. And nothing's been really factored in since then. Missed the cut at Valero. Yeah. That's still factored in. Yeah. Um, all right. So a couple guys there that I'm uh, interested in um, that you listed. Should we get to odds? Yeah. All right. Um, all right, so Rory withdrew. So we got two guys under 10. I think Rory was on, Rory was 10 or 11, but um, Scotty, eight. John Rahm, plus 850. And then Patrick Cantlay, who uh, has a great history here, um, 11. Those are the top three. And then a clear jump after that. So Cantlay's down to 11. Three. Yeah, after Rory withdrew. I think he was at 14 before that. So I think it's partly easy because I don't have any interest in Rom. Right. I don't think he's going to play well. I don't think he gives a fuck at all. Do you? I'd be shocked if he withdrew. I wouldn't either. He should withdraw. I mean, he just won the Masters. He's going to be celebrating. Um, he's. Not, I'm not worried about him to, to even win. I'm not worried about it. Um, Scotty, I guess maybe he might feel like he has something to prove here, but I just don't love the course for him. He's never played here. He didn't even play here in 2020. Yeah, it does not feel at all like a Scotty course. Does he ever do well on like coastal tracks? No, not that I know of. It's all like Texas and I guess Sawgrass, Sawgrass kind of. He's obviously the guy um, that, you know, he's course proof. He has his game. He can play anywhere, but not again. I'm not. Yeah, just not going to do it. I mean, then you got Cantlay, who... Um... Hold on, time out. I just got to say this for people who don't get it. Scheffler's first in my model. The reason is because he's great every week. He has great stats. He's 
he's the second best player in the world, so he's going to be there. I'm not betting him or playing him on DraftKings. I'm a fade. Fade. Well, not on DraftKings. Huh? That could be an interesting fade there. What if he's not popular? He will be, I think. Or if he's not, then I, I still, I'm not now. Yeah, we just can't stand his fucking face. No, and not to mention, he was defending champ last week. A lot of went into it. He did get somewhat into contention a little bit. Like, I just don't think he's going to play well this week. Okay. Um, Scheffler's probably going to be number one in your model 75% of the weeks this year. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not going to bet him at any point. No. So, all right. And then Cantlay, 14 to one. His history uh, since 2017, third, seventh, third, miscut, second. Great history. He could win. Definitely could win. I think he should be the favorite, to be honest with you. He should. He's the favorite in my eyes. He's the guy to beat. He's the guy I'm most worried about. Um, so I'm not going to bet at 11 or 14. I'm just not, I'm not doing it this week. But, yeah, he's talking about DraftKings. Like he's a guy I would play. He's the guy who I think is going to be in it. Do you think he gets bothered by the, everyone talking shit about him today? He's probably going to win because of that. Like you yeah. see that, right? Like He's just like... Oh, I play slow. I'm just going to come out and win. And this would be like an event that he wins because he fucking sucks at majors. He should have won last year. Yeah. He lost in the playoff, right? He lost in the playoff. He got, got like buried in the bunker, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, I could see him winning. Do you think 14 is a good bet if you had gotten that at the time? I mean, we could have gotten it. But... I don't mind the 14. I just, I need a, I need a break from Cantlay. Yeah. I do too. I don't think it's a bad bet though. If if you're one of the people who bet it, I wouldn't bet it at 11, 14. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. All right, then you jump up. You got um, Colin Morikawa, the Chinaman, at 18. Uh, defending champ Jordan Spieth, 20. Um, Victor Hovland, 22, and Cam Young, 22. Gets interesting there. I my first gut reaction. Um, before I knew what the odds were going to be, was like, I think Colin could win this thing. Uh, he did a lot of things last week that I liked. He um, was not in contention, but he showed some signs of playing well. Uh, he's hitting a lot of fairways. He's hitting a lot of greens and reg. He's good on approach. He was solid last week statistically. He finished in tie for 10th, so pretty good. Um, 13th, the players gained a bunch on approach of the players. Wasn't good at match play, but I don't. that doesn't really bother me too much. Um, it wasn't bad at match play. Didn't did he get out? I thought he got out. No, he didn't. Well, he went two and one. I thought maybe. Oh, who who group was he in? I don't remember. Hughes. No, that was no. Speed. I'll look it up. Go ahead. Keep um, going on, Colin. I just think it's a good course for him. Hit the fairway. Great on approaches. You need guys who are accurate off the tee, and it's a second shot course. You don't have to get up and down like crazy. I, I know like Stuart Sink was hitting putter from everywhere. He could do that. I don't think you can get killed on um, around the green. Uh, so, yeah, I think this is, this is a good spot for him. So, I'm, so I did bet him at 18 to 1. Yeah, I mean, this is a perfect course for him, huh? Should be. Should be. Do we worry about um, his putting? Yeah, a little bit, but... You saw last year, Spieth lost strokes putting and won. That's crazy. Which I, I don't think you want to like go on that because it's definitely an outlier, but it's possible. How did he putt last week? I think okay. Let me see. Um, 
for the event. Uh, Morikawa, uh, yeah. So Morikawa had a match first day. The winner got out of that and day beat him. Yep. In right. the match play. So he went one, one, and one. Um, so let's see what he did with his putting last week. Uh, he finished 10th. Okay. He, yeah, he gained two strokes putting last week. Yeah, because Bermuda's not his surface. Um, yeah, Collins, dude, he's putted bad here. But he's he's gained seven strokes on approach in both of his last two starts. I here. know here, and then he gained nine at the players. Two I weeks could see. Ago. I could just see him winning. Um, yeah, Bermuda's not his surface, but. I don't know. I just think, like, if it's an elevated event, so we're looking at studs that win ele- elevated events, but he's not the type right. of stud who's going to win the API or River, these other ones where these bombers have advantages. Like, this is the perfect place for him. No, no, it's definitely a perfect course for him. I worry about the Bermuda. It's the only thing. I think his irons are, are great right now. Um, do you think, you think he's going to win a Masters? No, not really. I didn't think so, but he's sneaky having some good performances there now. Yeah, I think probably because he plays smart. Yeah. Well, you got to play smart here. Um, I believe I'm going to join you on the 18. I haven't bet the 18 yet, um, but all signs. I just want some guys I think can win. Yeah, all signs are pointing me to bet him. I I want to talk to you about a few other guys here, but um, yeah, perfect course for him. There's really nothing bad to say about him except the putting. Yep. So, and he has, he plays here regularly too. It's not like he would be here, I believe, if it wasn't designated. Yeah, it's right? just a perfect course for him. He's a, If he knows his game, he should be playing I think here. he knows it's a perfect course for him. That's why he's been showing up here every year. Right. Too. Yep. Um, okay. And the other guy, Spieth, just no, he's playing. He even said he's playing too much golf and defending champ. I just don't think he's going to win two times in a row. Um, Cam Young, he played well here last year, despite this not being something that would fit him whatsoever. He could be, I mean, he could still sink the place, right? He, I think he, he actually was one of the few guys who like was in the top 10 in driving distance for the week and won. I don't think anyone else has. Yeah. So, I mean, he finished third here last year. Um, I mean, yeah, he worries me a bit, but I'm not going to bet it. Okay, and then what about Vic? Just, just crossing him off because he was he was in the thick of it. I'm not crossing him off because of it. I think he could play well, but I think if you're looking for reasons to rule guys out, that's not a bad one. I think he was in the thick of it. Um, He's but I do think golf. Yeah, I, and I do think there's a good course for him too. Yeah. Yeah. Is he going to Bermuda though? talked about some texas wedges too i think that's probably good for him but not that i mean he showed last week that he actually his around green game is pretty good man it ends up being slow today but he's always gonna fucking make the mistake he's always gonna make the mistake he's gonna win one of these eventually though man right yeah all right next range he can't be good on bermuda Never even, right? 
Um, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I am a little worried about Vic. I'll put it that way, but I'm not going to bet it. Okay. Um, all right. You got X25, Fino 25. This is on DraftKings. Sanjay is down to 28, seeing up to 35. Fitzpatrick 28. And JT 28. Um, okay. Um, Just recent Bermuda for Vic before we get to those guys. 1.2 he gained at API and 1.7 at players. Okay, good. And, and also he's good at players and players is Pete Dye. So. He's a good uh, putter overall. Yeah, he's not bad. He was great last week. Uh, so we... we uh, both agreed on this this morning that the JT numbers out of control. We bet twenty eight. Correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah, twenty eight. This number is just way too big. I, I, I don't, I don't care. I, this is one of the rules we've always gone by. You just bet the number, type play. Um, the missed cut, like, it does have a Spieth type feel feel to it from last year. Spieth missed the cut last year, and then he came back and. No one was talking about him, and he won the Heritage. Like, everybody thought he was lost. I don't think uh, JT is, like, lost. Like, I still believe in him. Like, I still I, – I just think he's still that good. He might not be playing as well as he's capable of, but, like, I just believe he's – he should be 20, and this 28-1 to 1 is just too big. Um, and I'm not going to hold a miscut against him. I mean, not all miscuts are equal. Um, he was under par for 90% of the tournament that he had. He was two under going into the restart and that back nine was playing extremely hard. Everybody's bogeying, even Rom, um, especially 17 and 18. Yep. Like that 18th hole was playing like 600 yards long. <laughs> Getting Cam Young had to drive 250. That was like yeah. the longest drive. It was crazy. Yeah. He was, in the um, spot. I mean, he was, he was two under round one, which was fine. Usually his bugaboo is uh, round one in majors, but he was two under in round one. Um, and he's been decent. He's won an event off a miscut at a major before. In uh, 2018, he missed the cut at the Open. The next event he won at St. Saint, uh, Saint Jude, um, which was basically an elevated event, WGC, at the time. Um, 2017, he missed the cut at the Open. Two starts later, he won the PGA. 2020 uh, missed the cut at the Genesis, six at the WGC Mexico. Uh, 2020 missed the cut at the Travelers, and he was second uh, the following week to Colin at the Workday when we were on Colin. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, he's had some mixed results. He's also missed the cut at Majors and finished like 35th in a couple of events. But so mixed results. I'm not worried about the missed cut at all. I, this is just a pure bet the number play, and it has a speed type feel from last year. Yeah, well said. I agree with all those points. He, uh, again, like Spieth missed the cut. In disappointment, you could see how disappointed he was. Maybe he gets him refocused. Maybe it gets him. And then again, he avoided playing 30 holes in the wind, in the rain. Yeah, he got a little bit of a little bit of it, but he didn't. What did he get? Like nine holes of it? He didn't get yeah. 30. He wasn't grinding all weekend. He wasn't grinding. And you'd think he's motivated and he probably got here early like Spieth did last year. And is motivated to go out and, and win one because he needs to win anyway. And he hasn't been playing bad. He's been gaining strokes on approach. I do wonder if there's something going on with him. Um, 
it just seems like I don't know for me I, I just keep getting that vibe that something's going on that I wouldn't be shocked if we found out uh, a little down the road that maybe something had happened I don't know what um, or there's something going on in his life I'm not sure but at this point you bet the number at 28 and you just say fuck it and if he's not great he's not great but I mean getting him at this price at a course that should be pretty good for him that he's played okay at in the past um, and he avoided that grind that most of the other bet- great players uh, had to play in so yeah I'm in When's the last time he was 28? When he won at Firestone. That was great. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> um, it's a big fucking number to hang. It is. I think he was, want to say, recently he was something approaching that. Yeah, he was Maybe close. T- to last week the Masters, he was 25 last week. But it didn't feel right. This week it does feel like a sneaky, like, get back in type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so we're all in on JT. What about X? 25, that's a decent number, too. It's a good number. It's a place he's... Has he played well here? Um, he should he, if he hasn't. No, nah, he hasn't played that well. 32nd, 63rd, and 64th. Had, didn't, hasn't played the last two years here. So, no. Good. I don't want anything to do with him. He He's on the East Coast. He's a West Coast guy. Yep. That's my reason to cross him off. But... I wouldn't hold it against anybody for betting at 25. No, um, not at all. Good number. So, and then Finau, just no. Nope. Nope. Um, okay. There's two other guys I mentioned here. One is Fitzpatrick at 28, and the other guy is Sanjay. He's listed at 28, but I've seen 35s. Um, you like Fitz, right? Yeah, I bet fits. I think 29 was the number I got. Um, I think we're starting to see some life out of Fitz. I don't know if you agree with me or not, but like he seems to be playing better. I thought we went two and one in the match play. Um, and then last week he finished 10th, I believe. Right? Yeah. And he had decent stats. Gained over four in approach. Gained four off the tee. Tee to green, he was great. Um and from quotes in the past, this is his favorite golf course. Um, they used to come over here, the Fitzpatrick's as kids. Uh, and he's had decent success here. Uh, what are, he's fourth here in 2021, 14th in 2020, 14th in 2018. Um, I can just picture Fitz. He just fits the mold here. Right? Yeah. Great spot for him. Bermuda guy, putting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my only, and I bet too, I joined you. Um, my only question for him, my only concern is just, he said he had that bulging disc recently. Is that fixed or what? And the sound of it is it, it was, it's been fixed since February and it's just taking him time to get going. Okay. That's what he, that's what his, uh, it was in his master's interview that he did. I watched all the master's interviews this week just to get every piece I could. Um, but that's what he said. He had a bulging disc. Uh, that they took care of, and it just wasn't allowing him to practice during the uh, January and February time, and that's why the results showed as at least that's what he said. Okay, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he played well. It wouldn't surprise me if he didn't play well. I like the number. I love the course fit. I like that's his favorite course on tour because we sh- saw before like it's a course he's comfortable with. He's really good, um, and he hasn't shown the ability to win on the PGA Tour outside the U.S. Open win. But when he did win the U.S. Open, it was at a course where he had played before in the past and really liked. So. This is a course he's played before in the past. He's really liked it. He's had some mixed results here, some really good starts and some couple missed cuts too. Yeah. 
But I think he's a different player now, you'd hope. And if he's healthy, I'm a little concerned about it. But I think it's a, I think it's a good bet. Yeah, that's the concern with him. Um, what about Sanjay, 35? This is a skill set thing. We're betting skill set guys, and then JT's the number guy. Sanjay, yeah. I like. He should be good. He just, like we talked about before, he just doesn't contend that much. We'll get it. He makes a ton of sense, though, here, too. He does. There's been a lot of Asian winners. Um, Siwoo's been good here. Good, Great Bermuda putter. Hits every fairway. Greens and reg. He's good. Um, I like him a lot. I think, you know, it's, is it more likely he finishes in fourth and wins? Yeah, probably. I could see him winning. Uh, I like that he went low kind of over the weekend, but wasn't really into it, but he got figured shit out. Oh, that was garbage. A garbage made cut from Sanjay there, too. Oh, it was. Needed him to miss. That would have been great. That was JT's fault. Ah, oh, dude. We've been so close, and we've gotten fucked on these miscuts at the very I end. <laughs> Couple it's, of them. It has to go right one of these ones. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we're probably not going to bet Sun, right? Right. Okay. Next range, you've got... Shane Lowry down to 30. Max Homa up to 30 to 1. Uh, Burns 35. Hatton 40. Um, I, I was interested in Hatton to start the week, and I think I, I'm interested in him. I don't think I'm going to be able to fit it because I think the four guys we're betting were betting. And if I bet Colin, obviously I can't really do too much with the rest, but I don't know. I got a feeling about Hatton here. I, I, don't, I just don't like that he hasn't played well the last couple of times he's, he's started, but. Has good kit history here. Although when he did contend here, I think it was all putting. That's 2020 COVID year. Yeah. So that was the other time that was a good field. So I think that maybe is relates a bit. He gained 9.3 putting that week. Wow. Definitely one of the courses he can win at. Yeah. But you're you're good with him? I'm good with him. Okay. If he wins, then whatever. I'd rather bet Shane. And I did bet Shane. Me too. At uh did you get the 40? I didn't get the 40. I got like 37. I got 40. Okay. What do you got on him? Um, great at this place. He was good last week, but not good enough to where he was really grinding, I don't think. Like he made some good shots. I saw him make some great shots. Got um he hit it in the water on 15 when you just kind of, you know, you get, you miss it by a foot and you kind of falls back there. Um, but there's a great course. It's probably one of his favorite courses. And again, he's the type of guy who T to green can just kind of hit fairways, hit greens and hopefully make a putt or two. Cause he hasn't been able to make anything recently, but which is a concern, but he's better on Bermuda, isn't he? Dude, he's a horrific putter, but yeah, he no, should have won that. He should have won last year. Look at those stats last year. Holy shit. Yeah, no, he's not good on Bermuda. That was a lie. He just sucks everywhere. Hey, played here five times. Four out of five, he's gained. And, like, not just a little. He's gained over three, three out of the five times. Yeah, how do you not win? He gained 8.4 approach and 3.4 putting. It's crazy. That could have been enough to win. Remember he chipped, I don't know if you remember this, he chipped it into the water on that, I think it was the 12th hole maybe, the short par three. Yeah. Uh, he chipped it into the water. On Sunday. So he's never lost stroke spotting here. Nope. Even the one time he missed the cut, he was level. Because level. Yeah. So game three point. 
So he's been third, missed cut, ninth, third. Yeah. Yeah. He's great here. Yeah, he was good last week. He's getting into form. I think he's motivated to win. Um, yeah, I could see him repping a plaid jacket. Definitely. He has a gut on him. Like when he's putting, I was like, damn, this dude back must fucking hurt. <laughs> he's such a bad putter. It's it's so weird out. Some of these guys are just awful putters, but they're like wicked good with a wedge. Yeah, how do you get to that point in the world and just putt like that? I don't know, man. Like it's bad. He just he gets up there three feet and miss. <laughs> Let's hope he figures it out. So are you worried yeah. about a big boy like that grinding for that many holes? No, not Shane. Nah, Shane's good. He's probably played too much golf, but what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um I think I'd really love to see it too. Course, yeah, he loves the course. That'd be fun. So there you go. There's the four pack, right? Those are the four pack. I mean Colin JT Fitzlawry. That's mine. That's who I'm betting. Yeah. That's who I did bet. All right. You want to talk about any of these other guys? Tom Kim. Really? I think he sets up really well here. Um put did nothing wrong last week. Debuting at the Masters, finished 16th. Yeah, he's good. I just think he's winning. He's going to take a little while before he wins again. I'm not ready yet. Okay, 45 to 1. I think that was a decent number. And then uh, we talked about Cooch. Wow, Henley's down to 45. I think he was 70 early. Yeah, he's a loser. Good week last week. Cool. Yeah, we played him. Um, What's Cooch now? 50. Jesus. <laughs> it's not a fair number. It's not Tom's a fair kid. number. Give me a fair number and I'll overexpose a little bit to be on my guy, but 50 ain't fair. Okay. It's not. It's. They're going to be a seven don't, be, don't be surprised if he's there because I really think he probably will be. I do too. There's going to be, they're going to be a 70 somewhere, right? If there's a 70 somewhere. I'll bet it. And I'll overexpose myself off the win. Big win, I mean, too, by the way, fellas. Big fucking win. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, big win. Connors. I feel like I bet him here last year. If I'm... We did. We bet we bet him last year. Um, he played well, uh, too, I think. Yeah, he's a guy who we... If, I mean, what you're looking for, right? Someone who plays this course well, but didn't play well last week, so everyone's kind of going to be off. He fits the, obviously, to a lesser extent. Um, it's kind of uh, a good number. What is it? 55? Yeah, it's not bad. He likes this. He has a good history here, right? I think. He just beat Cooch's ass, and he's... Higher than Kucher. Um, okay, let's see. I'm looking at 12th, best. 12th, 4th, 21st, last three. Jeez, Kooch, just looking this up, um, looking at all different books, the, the line site where you can see the price everywhere. 50 is actually his best price. He's 45 other elsewhere and 40 somewhere else. Wow. Tommy's 65 on DraftKings. I see that. So there's three guys here. Pass, pass up on Connors. You got Ricky at 60, Tommy at 65, Rose at 65. Um, I'll definitely play Connors DK. I think if maybe some people are feel spurned by last week. Um, sure. Man, that Tommy number's nice. It's a good number. <laughs> he sucked last that. week, man. He yeah, sucked. he did. He killed me. I had a great lineup that he killed. 10th last year. It, I mean, it sets up as a good course for him. It's fairways and greens, good around the green. Um, can get hot with a putter on Bermuda. I like him. I just don't, I just can't fit him and I'm not going to bet him to win. Okay. Rose number is good too. 
Rose number is good. It is, but he's not going to win. So he's not the nah. for him. Keegan, 90? No. Could have sworn Taylor Montgomery was 60 to 1 this morning. Now he's 100. That's because he sucks. Okay. None of these guys are going to win. No, it's, not, it's still an event. I think you got to be the top 40 to 1 or better to win. I don't think you can get too crazy at this thing. And, and if people are, they're looking at like regular heritage. It's not going to be regular heritage. You might play to the skill set of guys, maybe Sung J, Tom, and Morikawa, those type of guys, but it's not going to be like complete randoms. Yeah, Poston has uh, great history. Yeah, fuck him. Okay. <laughs> All right. So there's the four man card. We got Colin, 18. JT, 28. Who's the other guy? Fitz, 28. Fitz, Fitz 28. And um, Shane, 40. Shane, 40. And if and, we can uh, see something on Cooch, we're going to try to find something on him. Yeah. But 50, I don't think he's battable. Old Lassie ain't dead yet. No, give him one more, one more. Uh, he was he was really impressive at, the, at wherever the fuck it was. So good for him. All right, John Rom, baby, John Rom, cash that fucking ticket. There it is. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap 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 a room. 